0: another episode it's 101 a.m and i'm in a space where i'm like wow this is not a good place energetically i am just feeling out of place so i'm here and i said what's the best way to move through this create and talk therapy the podcast i must say i was very vulnerable last episode i felt like i was real enough to be like okay i'm not censoring because i'm finally in in this space where where i speak from is being accepted who i am is being seen acknowledged received which is really good that was the whole point of this podcast like being strong in this aspect of self enough to translate it outwards so there's a lot going on in the creative world hmm where do we begin? So, um, moving out of myself as Viv, Fida is on a path to writing her new novel, <clears throat> and deep breaths because it's a it's a huge one. It's it's from a different place. I would say that. I think it's also helping in the. Release of frustration based on different affairs and based on how one is moving through past feelings. I hope that makes sense because it feels like I'm speaking in circles, but that's the best way to say it. <sighs> What's the novel about? Well, the tagline or the byline, I don't know what they call it, is this is a love story about between life and a woman (sighs) no this is not that's not it okay it's me being sad that is not making the words come up properly i don't know why i'm sad but i just feel like i'm not in a very happy place you can't be happy all the time but happy leo season though we entered leo season yesterday so hi cheers it's all about self-expression and inner child healing the name the tagline of this novel is when life is the ice cream and the man is the cherry on top. That's the tagline. Basically, it's about, it's a love story between life and a woman and how because of that, she makes space and is open to love and commitment. When I, it's funny that the word commitment comes up because the full moon in Capricorn was quite a deep one. It was happening in my house of thoughts and communications and local community and it's really showing good things in that aspect right but it's also showing different difficult aspects of myself it's showing the aspects that are rigid and need more water <sighs> yeah it's quite uncomfortable i've been thinking lots about commitments and how due to commitment to friends, I'm now realizing, or I've learned the beauty of relationships and how they blossom, how they are loved, you know, loved and nurtured into care or into bloom. At this moment in time, right, it's just annoying being in this space because it's an in between space. And I saw this tweet that said, a woman said her grandmother said that when you feel like doors aren't opening for you, dance in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> And honestly, I've never been much of a dancer in the hallway kind of person. I've always been, why is there no door opening? I will sit down behind a particular door. What the hell is that? That's not me and us anymore. So, yeah, I found myself dancing a lot more. And I feel like, yeah, I'm dancing in the hallway. And music really helps me to shed stuff that are in my body. Dancing is really something that I love to do. Yeah. I want to really go into music now. I've said this before, because I'm realizing that that's my actual natural thing that brings me peace. Despite things being very transparent and dark with the music, which is why once again, the podcast was made to get to know the voice, both as a listener and as a speaker to get comfortable expressing the voice, to get comfortable speaking from a shadow place, a place where people are like, what, she actually says this? Yes, that's how I am. I see a lot more than the average person, really in between the lines behind the scenes and all of that. So it translates in my work and in my truth when I'm making music. And if you haven't listened to my music, you can check out my audio mark and um one of the songs that i made for the voiceless for the voiceless is one of my favorite songs and it's because it's one of my most truthful songs and i realized i love truth i love my life story i love the different aspects of it i love that i can talk about it and people to be like wow this is jarring but like the real ones to be like whoa this girl is a badass <laughs> And the beauty of it is that it's not for approval of other people, it's for approval of myself. It's for me to be like, yeah, in a world where your truth is not really accepted or received widely, put it in the arts, you know? Hence the novel, hence the music. You know, the novel is quite a funny one because, ugh, yuck. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I'm back lost my train of thought today but honestly things are quite difficult and i guess things get tedious before they get even better so maybe this is like the final push before i give birth to something new (sighs) that makes sense so um i've spoken about the novel yes we're speaking about commitment and love and all of that yuck yes that's what i said the first time (laughs) I'm saying York because one of us is a hope, not a hopeless romantic, a hopeful romantic, an optimistic romantic. However, that same version of us tends to just get stuck in delusional thinking, and that's where the clash between the personalities occurs. Because, oh, I think, yeah. I'm one of the most practical, very rooted in what's happening that I can see in my two eyes, um, but that I can also see with my third, so I use both eyes, practical and um, spiritual, to see through things, and when I say spiritual, I just mean intuition, like your intuition is like your third eye for something that is not really seen, but the unseen, you know, through subtle things, yeah. Anyway, point being is that so the novel is kind of like a redemption arc for previous romantic storylines that may not have had the best of happy endings. This is kind of like the forging of a future. Does that make sense? I know I speak in parables, but literally, this is the way I can only speak about it. It's like the the book itself is an incubator for what one hopes to birth later on in the future in terms of love and commitment and life and the romance between a woman and life. That's it for me. That's it for me. It's a big project because it's going to take real soul and commitment, but you have to commit in order to receive commitment from the journey Mm. like if you commit to the book the book will commit to you so it's a big leap but I'm ready for it I've been have I've had this I've had the skeleton of this book in my heart for about four years now five years yeah it makes me sad because yeah I sort of feel that that great love that great partnership has it become so rare that it's not possible anymore? And for me, it's kind of like, I don't know. I just so want to have certain fights in order to get certain, to certain places with someone. I want us to meet hearts to hearts. Does that make sense? I don't know. <sighs> I feel like there should be ease with romance, the way ease shows up in platonic relationships. I think romance has the most expectations. So I'm flipping that and I'm making it that my friendships have the most expectations and my romantic life has expectations, right? No, my romantic life doesn't have expectations. It has standards. If the standards are being met, an open mind can be had to so what can come from it. You get me? I would also say that I don't place expectations on friends. So let's say we get rid of expectations and we place it with standards, but I hold friendships to a higher standard. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I <laughs> Both are equal. I'm saying that each time I try to place more preference on the platonic, it's like the romance still has an element to it. Romance is beautiful. But I feel like from a personal personal perspective, I've, I tend to devalue it just because it hasn't really been profitable or it hasn't really been, it hasn't flourished for me. And honestly, if I'm being honest, I think my authentic self is a very good girl in relationships. Like she's committed, she's loyal, and she has the same in her partner. I feel like that's my authentic self. And I just feel like this whole time I've been oppressing from, an inauthentic self in romantic relationships. Yeah. I truly believe that I was in my masculine energy, which is so not me. <laughs> I'm really like a, I, I didn't want to princess. I'd like to say that I, I feel like a queen in relationships just from a past life. You're supposed to sit down and I really receive. And I was more of a man in relationships because obviously I was a man in my last past life where I was a. Uh, I was a permanent lover. Not, I don't think I was run through as a man. <laughs> but I do know that I did love to love. I know that about me. So whatever worked for me as a man in my last life did not work for me in this life as a woman. I had to learn how to be a woman, especially in romantic relationships. And I think that because I'm now... Be more aligned in my authentic self, I will truly be able to be that best girl when it comes to commitment and love. So, the novel is kind of like the projection of that. I am that person already projecting part of my story into that storyline. Yeah, that novel is going to be sweet. Just from the first page, I can see it. And honestly, it's a new world. And that's why I love crafting new worlds as the specific personality that does that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think I just spit some gems for myself. I think we've just become more therapeutic in this space, but I like where the space is going. I think I have a lot of work to do, and because I have a lot, I don't know where to start, but I think I should just start. I feel lonely because... Inner child healing, right? And this is in reference to us being in Leo season. Inner child healing is a very personal journey. Nobody can really be there with you. One, an aspect of our personality, I, is this confusing? What did I say that I was going to refer to Fi as? Okay, let's just say Fi. like she's my sister. I always try to like break things down to basic levels because I now realize that in a like in the past i've not really been surrounded by highly intelligent individuals so i feel like i've always tried to dumb myself down but no i'm not going to do that with this space i'm going to just know that yeah you guys get what i'm saying fi really i i don't know what i was about to say about phi but fi is really fi's journey we got yeah fi has been through many therapists And none of them really, really entered the deep water that she wanted them to enter. And I remember that back in the day, romantic relationships used to act like a form of therapy for her because of daddy issues. Oh yeah, looking for daddy. So, ugh, yuck, this is so much oh I hope I'm not like dumping emotionally I feel like it feels yucky because I've not really spoken about it but I feel so confident now in myself to speak about myself and myself yeah it's quite icky I wouldn't lie it's quite icky but it's it's cool I hope that it's not icky in reception so yeah but I feel as though... With the numerous therapists for five, There wasn't really anyone that dived deep inside. So it's coming to a point where we're realizing that... Oh wow. So we just have to hold ourselves on this shaky land... As we become solidified in our core self. Yeah, my real self is coming out. And I realized that maybe I've always been hiding... Because the people around me hid. So really... My local community is coming to mind and I'm happy that that is different now. I'm surrounded about people that want to come out and shine. We're all like, and that's where we're like, okay, we're going to come out and shine even more. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, this is it for me. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that looks like. I know that it looks like for The Voiceless, my song. Let me, let me even like spit a bit. Let me tell you what I love the most about it. Sitting in my bathroom, no, sitting in your bathroom puffing on a J is the sixth song that you've had today. That's from the first verse. The chorus is fun. Vices, vices for the voiceless, vices, vices for the voiceless, vices to make our bitterness tasteless, vices to make the pain painless. Oh my god, I could actually cry because the pain in that song second verse in the car talking to a kitty you met in the bar you lean a bit closer and you whisper how far <laughs> it was a lucky night oh my god <laughs> i think that if a question came up to me and someone said in those times when you were like really acting out and exhibiting destructive behaviors in a personal way like this life right that We've lived or we're living it's always be between me and life. everyone else is a supporting character, and despite trying to speak to them and get them to dive deep into my water, although I do have some very close people that can do that, I feel like it's still that case of there's a journey that you have to take alone to yourself. There's a sacred room, sacred temple where it's only you that can enter because it's only you that can enter your core self. Uh, mm, This is so weird. So I think that's what I'm realizing. Mm, I'm trying to be stronger with myself and show myself even more. So for the voiceless, right? It made me feel so good to say all these things. So I coming back to the question that I asked myself, was I vive, expressing myself through those time, in those times? Um, I don't think so. I think I was shedding old me, W. Mm. Who hasn't been calling in a while? Mm, this is interesting. Anyway, point being is that I was shedding... And then I became Viv, then I I had my name. Yeah, so no, I wasn't. I was just a girl learning about life through her vices. (laughs) So after after the second verse where I'm speaking about, it was a lucky night. No, you have to listen to that song on audio mark. It was a lucky night. I guess it was a lucky night. Yes, it was. But that wasn't real. That story is not real. It was just like embellished, yeah. So, it's, it made this perfect sense. I mean, I have met guys in bars, and <laughs> okay. <laughs> then we moved on to we move on to the third and uh, to the bridge right? one gin bottle and another gin bottle one gin bottle and another gin bottle. oh gosh then we move on. that song is long but it's the best song ever in the world yeah the song now goes at the bridge um open up your mouth let not know what's good Sp- speak the truth is that what i said i don't know Speak the truth. Open up your mouth. I don't know what's good. It was a story. Then all of a sudden I just said I just do what I say. I don't know. There's something I did that was sick. When I did the whole uh, uh, ah I was like, what the fuck? Like I put that together and I was like, then I was climbing on that on that um high note that was coming up. Honestly, as I speak this, shouldn't I be playing it? I have to like involve my oh yeah i can do it i think i'll do this after the segment like i would put the sound so that i can hear it yeah that'll make me feel good so <laughs> so then we have um we had that right i was climbing the track i said oh let me tell you that there's no timeline for healing that pain cannot be extinguished until bite into your being until you address the problem and break the glass ceiling once you address the problem and break the glass ceiling then you're not here a breaking glass Purr. ah gosh then i emerge from the broken glass and then i say justice justice for the voiceless justice oh my god okay i'm going to play it for right now tell you that there's no timeline for healing that pain cannot be extinguished and it'll bite into your being until you address the problem and break the glass ceiling until you address the problem and break the glass ceiling For the, justice, justice for, the justice, justice for the voiceless justice, justice. 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 For the voiceless justice, to make our bitterness tasteless, justice. To make the pain painless, justice that song is a fucking vibe a fucking vibe i'm back to swearing can i just say it feels good when you show yourself for who you really are oh gosh please no holding back i don't care anymore i want to be a crazy girl i don't mind the first episode of the season was bad bad girls being a bad girl is refreshing anyway so that song oh it's like who is she I must say and this is me being very honest I surprise myself I do I have taken myself to be the child that I'm meant to have do you understand I am my own child so I surprise myself the way a mother would just see her child develop and that makes me feel really good to admit out loud so hearing that song the pain, the truth, the power, I am that girl, I have so much more to say, because I've been through a lot, and honestly, the things that I've been through, the fact that I'm no longer bleeding on people, it makes me happy, because, like, how do I explain this, <sighs> okay, so I'm no longer bleeding on people, but I can't keep the shit inside, I have to, like, transmute and transmitting is by working and creating so we're doing that shit i have to say everything that's in my heart right now okay <laughs> i don't mind i am going to snitch i'm going to snitch this is snitches get stitches catch me first that's the truth you can't catch me um so yeah that's for the voiceless like mm-mm. that's my truth that's my truth and that's how I end the song I'm like truth that is me that's why I operate from that is why I've been at serious dis-ease most of my life like it's kind of like I don't know whether it's me being um neurodivergent and okay so I say neurodivergent so I avoid saying autistic so that's something that I actually need to learn no I'm gen- genuinely autistic got officially diagnosed and that made me feel so happy and I genuinely cried in front of the doctor and my counselor because it's different to have a different kind of way of seeing things and different kind of way of thinking and the world thinks you're dumb or slow I don't think I'm slow I just think I don't have time to think that fast do you get what I'm saying I'm thinking fast for other things look at the things I say that are wise I don't have time to be a normal human being when other things are happening, you know, so it's been weird, anyway, point being is that, why did I say that, you know, sometimes I lose my train of thought, but anyway, my point being is that truth, truth is my thing, truth has always been my thing, the way I see the world is that we genuinely force people to color themselves a different color than they are, we force them to actually be like a toned down version of themselves in order to make everybody else comfortable, it's never been about them you know and i'm not the kind of person that make another person comfortable for myself anymore in fact i'd rather you be very very uncomfortable if it means that i'm at peace i do not care the world wants you to just change so that you know you're not anything special so that the ones that don't make an effort to be more than ordinary can't feel okay about themselves. But the truth is I have never been one to entertain mediocrity and it's not even to put things down. It's just that I literally cannot function when I'm seeing things operating as an average view. I grade myself with everything in life. I give myself C plus for things, A plus for things. That's how I move through life. So when I see a C plus environment, I'm like, freak, this is what will keep me in a C plus energy. I can't have that. You have to be very picky, baby. So, my point is that, oh gosh, my point is that I just don't want to be that person anymore that is coloring myself a different color from who I am. And I think I've mentioned this dream that I had before where, you know, everybody was coming out of a factory, they were born. And what they had to do was figure out their rhythm on the conveyor belt. You see, the thing about me was that I saw that a person do a particular dance and that dance was the dance that was a social dance. You know, there's some people that just know how to act in, in groups. Okay, so I tried to copy the person that had that natural flair, even though I could see the footsteps I could take myself to so have my own authentic you know, brand. So when I came out of the factory, I just had like a grayish bright, and white um outfits on and they said i should stay in this group of white people and i looked at my skin and i said i don't mix with any of these people and this is not the first time that i've had a dream in which i'm in a family unit or a community in which everyone is white and i'm the only black person and i'm like i'm the odd one out why you know crazy so point being is that that dream so afterwards when i came out a woman came out after me she had used her own rhythm and she looked like me except more colorful and more colorful and in in, in a more colorful outfit she was boisterous. she was happy she was um plump oh how do they say volumptuous sorry i said plump (laughs) volumptuous so you know that was i felt like that was me you know people loved her her community ran to her they Hogda, welcome, welcome, welcome. And I said, I think I belong over there. Why did I follow this person? Dikki me, I never want to be a follower. It's not in me to be a follower. I literally forced myself to be a follower because I felt like, oh, that's how you go through life. You don't have a mind of your own. It literally kills me to not have a mind of my own. It kills me to think like everybody else because I'm like, wow, if there's everybody's thinking the same way, don't we have a problem? I want my mind to be thinking so far ahead, which is why I can't condone certain energies. It's just not my thing. Standards. So, I think that's what's coming up for me in so many ways. Standards for everything friendships, personic relationships, family, familiar relationships. They hate when you have standards and boundaries, trust me. And think about yourself as a house, okay? Your house has doors, windows, back doors, etc. You have, have to have tight security. Do you have dogs at your back door? Do you get what I'm saying? Do you have security in front? When Can you tell when somebody's trying to use back doorways to enter your life? Do you get what I'm saying? It's important that boundaries are kept to protect your house, which is you, and that you're very, very cutthroat with them. Boundaries don't have to be mean, but when I say cutthroat, I mean they're very distinct. It's not wishy washy; it's not grey. It's a very stark black line or red line that says, "Don't cross this line." You know, if you cross this line, these will be the consequences. You know, so I do have a book to recommend as a result of boundaries and this book is called setting boundaries and reclaiming your peace by nedra Tawab. she's really good she has um instagram as well and i am planning on buying this book this month or next month so we're really getting into it (laughs) so why i want to talk about boundaries is because um I did have a dream one time in which I was in a room and the room represented my house and the back door was naturally covered with this huge big dog. I think I've spoken about this before or I made a video about it, but there was a dog on that back door and there was a front door that was not guarded because it was the front. I felt like I could see it. I could see when somebody was coming in, but that wasn't the case because somebody freely roamed in with bad eyes. And I think I've spoken about eyes. I'm very sensitive to eyes very sensitive to eyes, so this person came with bad eyes. I could see it. They came and they dropped something into my mind about how they should my dog shouldn't be standing at that back door. You know, what I'm saying that the dog should leave. Meanwhile, the dog was minding his business sleeping. This is how people come into your life, they come in a sneaky way to try and get you to reduce your defenses and your barriers in order for them to enter in a cheap manner when you feel like somebody wants to enter your life in a cheap manner meaning not putting in the work doing the bare minimum or not even up to bare minimum giving you crumbs and thinking that you should take it as a full meal god forbid that is when you implement your boundaries that's when you set your standards that's when you say you don't make you don't reach this threshold or you communicate non-verbally because communication is is with different avenues, it comes in different avenues. Point being is that one needs to be sharp and check out who is trying to come in. You know what I'm saying? Who's trying to use a bit of style to get into your life. So that's how people can come in through your front door. You have to have all doors and windows, like, you know, checked, secured, the front door especially, because you may think because you've, you know, invited them in, they may not be crazy, but they can be so the boundaries need to be set <sighs> yeah all right so i end this episode saying happy new morning leo shine your fucking light let these bitches know who the real bitch in charge is and you don't have to say it it's your work that's going to show it it's your actions it's your persona it's your presence what i'm saying for you is more boundaries a knit community larger discernment keeping your eye out i always say that open your eye all of that you know that's what i'll say so have a lovely day there's so much goodness about to come and honestly i think that we're about to take off word on the street is it's about to be a time for me to um, expand and i'm happy that you're on this journey with me good vibes people thank you bye